Human existence insists that the future is a mystery, but a seeker of truth finds the answer. Even at the time of Jesus' birth, wise men from the East knew what to expect. They recognized it when it happened and did something about it. Talk about a meeting of grace and the peace that came from that encounter, a close one at that. Paul begins each of his letters with the words grace and peace, grace and peace. Introductory keys to understanding all of what comes next. It's Christmas time, folks. Every time you honestly meet Jesus. Grace, peace, and joy to all humans. Actually, more like joy to the world. I'm Sarah Mae Cologne, and this is Sabbath School University. Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. Sabbath School U, a weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. Hi, and welcome back to Sabbath School University. My name is Sarah Mae Cologne, and I am your host for today. And with me, I have a lovely panel. And if you could just introduce yourself and tell me something amazingly cool about you, starting with you. Okay, my name is Dale Simpson, and I'm from a small town called Lucy mm -hmm. in the parish of Hanover mm -hmm. in the island of Jamaica. Yeah. Whoa. Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, something cool about myself. I love playing the guitar. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's an amazing instrument, and it's, uh, it's really calming. So. Yay! Yeah. Good therapy outlet. Yes, it is. Awesome. Yeah. Well, nice to see you, Dale. Thank you. Uh, I'm Chantel Smith. I am um, from Toronto, Ontario. Um, oh. My mom is actually from Italy. Oh, my dad's my. from Jamaica, yes. so I Come get on. it. I get it. Yes, um, yes. I am here on Sabbath School U pretty much for the cup um, and the right. mug. I'm really excited <laughs> that I can yes. take this back home with me. Something um, exciting about myself. I'm actually a liturgical dancer, and uh, I've been dancing for about 10 years now in the wow. church. So I'm a master's divinity student, but I'm also a liturgical dancer. I'm very nice. passionate about it. I love it. Um, we have a ministry on campus called Beyond Words, and it's great. That's amazing. Okay. Yes. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, my name is Ruslan Drumi, and I come from a country of Eastern Europe, and it's called Moldova. Moldova. It used to be a part of former Soviet Union. So uh, I'm here as a second year MDF student. Nice. And I have a five years old son and three years old daughter. Wow. And uh, I just love when every time I leave home, they tell me, Daddy, I love you. Aww. And it helps me to understand God's love, you know, toward mm. me. Yes. Nice. So yes. I just love them and thanks God, you know, for that gift. That's mm. amazing. Wow. So I'm happy to be here with you guys today. Yes. I'm so excited. Yay! <laughs> well, I'm really excited that you're all here. I know that I've gotten to hang out with you a little bit outside of the studio, but it's just really nice to see you guys at this moment. So Thanks. what we'll do is we'll get started. If Chantel, if you wouldn't mind reading our sure. scripture and then Ruslan, would you mind praying in Russian? Because you're a Russian Absolutely. speaker yes. and I always get in trouble for not praying in Russian on the show. So um, Chantel, if you could start and then Ruslan. Sure. The memory text is, we give thanks to God always for all of you, constantly mentioning you in our prayers, remembering before our God and Father your work of faith mm -hmm. and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. First Thessalonians, first, first Thessalonians 1, verses 2 and 3. Thanks, Chantal. No problem. Amen. Right, Let's pray. Господь, я благодарю Тебя за эту возможность сегодня изучать Слово Твое. 
Я благодарю, что мы можем сегодня открыто познавать истины, которые Ты передал нам через Сына Своего Иисуса Христа. И также, как Ты вдохновил это Слово, я верю, что Ты сегодня поможешь нам понять нечто для нашей жизни, то, что мы можем сегодня применить в нашей практической жизни. Я прошу, благослови нашу дискуссию, благослови моих друзей, благослови истину, чтобы она была не только частью нашей дискуссии, но чтобы мы жили согласно этому Слову. Во имя Иисуса Христа я молю тебя. Аминь. The, the first thing I think about when I think of the power of the gospel and, um, and experience in my life, mm. I had an opportunity to go to Papua New Guinea um, about three years ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how we got there was a miracle within itself. But when mm -hmm. we got there, we went to this small village called Tatana Village. Mm -hmm. And we went there and it was six in the morning and the entire village, they were in the square just waiting for us to present our program to them. Wow. And we went there and I had a small Bible with me. I just got off the plane. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm super hyped because I, I'm really happy mm -hmm. because this is my first time in this country and I really want to talk about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I had the chance to, we, we presented a, a program, we did the sermon. And after the program, we heard that there were families there who weren't really together. They weren't mm -hmm. agreeing for years. They were actually separated by mm -hmm. some big disagreements. And after the program, they reconciled and they came back together. Mm -hmm. And we, we recognized that that was only God. That, that was the power amazing. of the gospel. Mm -hmm. Just inviting them to fall in love with Jesus and accept him as their, mm -hmm. their Lord and Savior. And then that to me was really powerful. That's amazing. And yeah. on top of it, you said it was 6 a.m.? Yes. So mm -hmm. not only were this reconciliation yeah. going on, but I mean, people woke up at 6 a.m. And yeah. how many people now, mm -hmm. especially in the U.S., would mm -hmm. wake up at 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. for anything? Right. <laughs> right. It was so pretty amazing. So that's a double whammy. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Anyone else have anything to jump in on that one? And uh, I like also to compare the gospel, you know, especially the written gospel, mm -hmm. like with a compass. Mm. You know, the compass shows you the directions. Mm -hmm. That's right. It doesn't force you to go there, mm -hmm. right. but it just tells you, this is the ways, this is the way, this is north. So like the gospel for me, it's a direction that leads me to Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't force me. It tells me, this is the way mm. that you can go and you will be saved. Mm -hmm. So this is the power of the gospel. It has it has the right direction. Mm. Absolutely, and the gospel in itself, I mean, it has so much power and it gives such good information, but it is our choice to follow mm -hmm. it. And I think sometimes we flip that around, right? Where it's like, we, we try to dictate it to people and mm -hmm. tell them this is exactly right. how it has to be right. done. Yeah. But I mean, it's there and the truth will be told, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an That's invitation. Amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, Paul begins a lot of his letters and as I said in the intro, obviously, we talked about peace and grace. Mm -hmm. And he starts a lot of his letters this way. I was just wondering, why do you guys think he starts his letters in such a manner? I mean, it's kind of, we don't do that now, like, hello. Mm -hmm. And we don't even peace. say like, right, <laughs> we, we don't even do like greetings and salutations anymore. Right, right, you know? right. It's like we do, it's hey, yeah. so how are us, you? Some of us greet each other with a holy kiss, though. It's a little weird. It's a little working through that one a little. Awesome. Well, anybody have any? ideas of why this would be? 
Well, uh, I, I really think it's, it's tradition. Uh, okay. When I think about uh, grace and peace, mm -hmm. uh, grace, mm -hmm. uh, it seems, is the traditional Greek way of mm -hmm. saying mm -hmm. greetings, mm -hmm. you know? And for peace, it seems uh, the Hebrew, that's what they say, you know, shalom, shalom. you know? Oh. Shalom means peace. So grace, you know, he put the, the Greek in there because it's New Testament, and it seems like, you know, he just added, you know, peace as well. Because he was preaching Hebrew. to Jews. Right, as well. and Gentiles, yes. exactly. Yeah. So he combined both in his greetings. Mm -hmm. This guy no, is good. No, oh man, no, he's good. No. He's That's amazing. That's what I think about. I think also, like, because, you know, when Paul writes to a lot of the different churches that mm -hmm. he was working with, a lot of the things that followed after his introductory were some, like, really harsh statements of just, like, <laughs> you guys need to get it together. You True. guys have been doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Let's get it together. Right. And so he introduces his letter with, okay, Let's just begin it with grace and peace. You know, let's just set the stage. I, I chastise you. Grace and cool. peace to you. Yeah. That so. is, that's amazing. And I, you know what? I think it's really cool because now, if, as we look back, mm -hmm. it's bringing in the Old and New Testament together. Yes. And I never noticed that. You're amazing. Okay, mm -hmm. great. Okay, that's a great example. And I also think that uh, grace is the reason mm. why are we saved. Mm. So mm. we're saved by grace. Right. But peace is a result mm. when we are saved. So Paul is addressing, you know, to the people mm. in uh, Thessalonica, and they were experiencing, you know, hard times. You know, mm -hmm. it was it was a challenging for them, you know, to stay firm. Mm -hmm. So Paul is kind of encouraging them, and it was, you know, it was very important for them to hear those words of encouragement. Mm. So he said, "Grace of Jesus Christ." because you are saved by grace mm -hmm. and peace that Jesus gives you. Mm -hmm. So you just feel it That's in Jesus Christ. Wow. Just experience that blessing in Jesus Christ. That's a yeah. very good point. Mm. You guys are all so smart. I'm glad that we're veterinarian <laughs> <laughs> team. So early in his first letter to the Thessalonians, Paul compliments them on the work of faith that they have. Mm -hmm. So how do you understand this work of faith that mm. he speaks of? I mean, it's kind of vague because we weren't there, obviously. Right. So right. what do you think on that? I think, um, like, when I was looking at this particular question on work of faith, it was really interesting to me because I was like, you know, Paul, in this book, what he does is he breaks down a lot of his statements into threes. Like, if you mm -hmm. look at the text carefully, it says, okay. we give thanks to God always for all of you, making mention of you in our prayers, constantly bearing in mind your work of faith mm -hmm. and labor of love yes. and mm -hmm. steadfastness of hope. Mm -hmm. And so there's these three distinctions that he's making. I was like, well, we often attribute work of faith to, like, like the external things of behavior, like the oh. things that you do. Mm -hmm. But when you look back at what Christ said in um, John 6, verse 29, mm -hmm. he says that um, he was responding to the people and he said, Jesus answered and said to them when they asked him, what are the works of God? What, what do we do to work the works of God? Mm -hmm. And Jesus says, this is the work of God that you believe mm -hmm. in him whom he has sent. Mm -hmm. And so we see that, you know, a work of faith is not necessarily um, outward external acts, but right. it's a posture and it's a work of the heart. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's a work of faith that inspires the labor of love. And the labor of love is what gives birth to the steadfastness of hope. And I've wow. often heard, um, well. and Dr. Martin Hanna, he says something very interesting. He says that he's a professor in the seminary. I don't know if you guys have had classes okay. with him yet, yeah. but he's really good. And he says, um, you know, love is faith that works mm. okay. and hope is faith that waits. So, mm. you know, when we think about um, a faith that, that works, it's something that starts in the heart and acts as a catalyst for everything else nice. that we do. 
So that's what I thought about when I was thinking about this particular okay. question. That was a lot yeah. of thought. And yeah. I support it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I support your thought. I support your support. Ja yeah. James also says in 226 mm -hmm. that faith without deeds mm -hmm. is dead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So actually works or deeds is a natural result mm -hmm. of, uh, of our faith. Right. Or yeah. absence of faith. Absolutely. You know? So totally. our life, our behavior, our speech, the things we do or don't do mm -hmm. is all the results of faith mm -hmm. or its absence. Mm -hmm. right. Right. And, I th and I think like also like one thing to take into consideration is that, you know, it's like we often think about faith as this thing that we have to have, we have to get it. Right. But faith is like once it's in, or what we think about works, like we mm -hmm. have to do these right. works to be <clears throat> accepted by God. Mm -hmm. But once the faith is in our hearts, once we trust God and believe in who he said he is, right. then the works are just naturally going to follow. You know Absolutely. what I mean? It's like once it's mm -hmm. once you've got faith, you don't have to worry about keeping the Sabbath or mm -hmm. not lying yes. or not stealing. Yes. Once you trust God, mm -hmm. your behavior automatically aligns with your, yes. the posture of your heart. Absolutely. Yeah. So I agree think, with you. And I think so often we get so caught up in the checklist mm -hmm. and we forget about where our heart is. Mm -hmm. Because how many people have you met that are doing all the right things? Right. And then one day it comes down and you actually have to talk to them. And they're mean-spirited. Wow. And it's just yeah. not so wow. good. Not so good. Right. You're just like, wow, you're who I'm looking up to. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do now. Because <laughs> you know what it's I mean? awkward now. It's a huge yeah. letdown, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a very huge letdown. So it's kind of an intense thing. <clears throat> Absolutely, yes. I was smart enough to read the commenters. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, another plug, man. We're getting shout outs to the seminary. A plug for the Andrew Professor. study yeah, and, and you have yours too. What? Oh. Yes, yes. And it says that Paul is not against uh, deeds, mm -hmm. against works, as far as it's a result of faith. Mm -hmm. But he's against attempts to work salvation, you know, to earn right. salvation right. by your own works. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's what Paul was uh, trying, you know, to deal with. Right. Right. Yeah. Not only in this church, but also other churches. Mm -hmm. and he's preaching about uh, faith and works and mm -hmm. uh, that stuff. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a form of encouragement as well. He mm -hmm. was basically saying, keep on doing, mm -hmm. you know, your mm -hmm. works of faith. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. be steadfast, be diligent. Mm -hmm. And uh, because he's not there, it's a letter to them. He's not there, so he's sending this letter to right. them. And he's saying, you know, it's okay. What are you doing? Keep doing it as long as it stems from faith. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. And it's great. And I, one thing I love about these letters is I kind of try to picture myself being the one receiving it. Mm -hmm. Always. You know, mm -hmm. and yeah. it's like it's the best thing ever when you get a letter from someone that just totally loves you mm -hmm. or has some really great insight. Your right. pastor, you know, like previous pastor. Right. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, hey, just was thinking of you, and I know that this is challenging, so here's my input. And you're right. just like, mm -hmm. man, genius, or right. right at the perfect time. Yeah. So I think it's really cool that these letters are so even relatable to now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think we lose that a lot. Um, so what does it mean that God has chosen or elected us? Mm -hmm. um, in 1 Thessalonians 1, 4, I think mm -hmm. is where I'm referring to specifically. Mm -hmm. What does this mean? <laughs> you know, mean? Um, Sarah, it's interesting. I read this devotional once um, uh, by Anthony Stefano, and he had this really interesting outlook on the choice of God and the election of God. Mm -hmm. And, you know, oftentimes when we, when we look at um, God's choosing or his election, especially in the book of Romans, mm -hmm. we think about, oh, well, is God a Calvinist? Is he Arminian? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't necessarily think that one extreme is right. You just you know? like probably blew up like five people's heads. I'm sorry. They're Googling I'm as sorry. we speak. They're like, Armenian? <laughs> Calvinist? What is this? <laughs> sorry. Um, so Calvinist is spelled no. <laughs> um, but we tend to
tend to think either God is completely like choosing people and letting a whole bunch of people either go one way God to heaven right. or yeah. one way mm -hmm. to hell. Mm -hmm. Or we think that it's totally up to us and we get to choose where right. we go. Right. And I think that there's a there's a balance somewhere in the middle. And I think what Anthony Stefano points out in his devotional, um, he one of the things he says is that from the very beginning of our conception, the night we were chosen, he says um, that half a billion potential human beings, each one completely different from you, could have been born in your place. Mm -hmm. wow. um, but if that particular sperm and that particular fertilized um, unique ovum was not matched, then you would not have been born. So in a real sense, half a billion other human beings had to forego life just to make place and room for you. Mm. And so from the beginning wow. of our conception, God wow. had chosen us from the very Ooh, womb. So wow. when he talks to Jeremiah and he says, you know, from the womb I've chosen you, mm -hmm. um, we, we came into the world as champions. You know, Dwight Nelson says in his book, The Chosen, mm -hmm. we came into this world as wow. as champions already as conquerors god mm -hmm. had selected us and chosen us mm -hmm. so um i like that text just for that particular reason wow. yeah. would you mind reading the text actually sure. first thessalonians yes. 1 4 so everyone else kind of knows where you're yes. from yes um first thessalonians 1 4 says well go from verse 3 it says constantly bearing in mind your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our lord jesus christ mm -hmm. in the presence of our god and father knowing brethren beloved by god his choice of you. And mm -hmm. so God has chosen us. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think we lose sight of that so mm -hmm. often. I know as a girl and as a younger woman <laughs> trying to be a woman, I don't know. Um, I think sometimes we get so caught up in what is expected <clears throat> and like what the social norm is and right. stuff. And so we start putting ourselves down. And I know I've been guilty of this to be putting myself down and almost like negating what God has done. But mm. when you said that, mm -hmm. it was just like, man, God didn't do a lot of work to make sure I'm here. Right. And how ridiculous yeah. is that? And yeah. not only did he pick me, but he picked my brother to be in mm -hmm. my family. And mm -hmm. he picked you guys as my friends. He picked, you know, like all these different things. And it's like, he was so intentional about mm -hmm. everything. And yet we just go and negate that mm -hmm. without even thinking, mm -hmm. you know, and there's so much joy and mm -hmm. thankfulness that should be filled in mm -hmm. this, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. experience. And I think we just lose it sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this text to me, it, it shows how much God values me. Mm -hmm. You know, like the gift of choice mm -hmm. is from God. Mm -hmm. And he's saying that I'm giving you the choice to choose me. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. a choice. Absolutely. You know, you, you can go either way, but mm -hmm. I love you so much. I, I, I desire for you to choose me. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so I think it's so amazing uh, that God would do that for us. So the gift comes from God. Mm -hmm. And of course, the choice is left Absolutely. up to us. You know, mm -hmm. and I think that's so amazing because God says, I value you so much. I want you to be with me, but you have to choose me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's that's so much more fun. It's like the family that you choose rather mm -hmm. than the family you mm -hmm. get stuck with right. sometimes. It's like, <laughs> sorry, fam. <laughs> no, I love my family. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes you're saying, oh, this is my fake sibling, you mm -hmm. know, or my mm -hmm. fake mm -hmm. cousin. And it's and like you, you chose them. Right. It's like almost a more, it's a more fun relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's cool that God has given us that option right. of choosing yeah. him as our friend. And yeah. it's so interesting. It's like, of course, we would choose God because God's just, you know, he's loving, he's compassionate, mm -hmm. he's holy, he's mm -hmm. great. You know, he, with the Holy Spirit's help, we choose God. Right. But it's awesome to think that God would choose us mm -hmm. as his family. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just like, okay, I get like the people that I'm like, okay, I have a million sisters. She's my sister. She's my sister. She's my sister. And I love them all because she's my sister because she's great at this. And he's my brother because he's great at that. And he's an amazing preacher. He's my brother. You know, and I choose my family, my spiritual family. But then I'm like, God chooses me. He mm -hmm. chooses us as, right. as his spiritual family. And I'm like, how many times do we like spit in God's face? How many mm -hmm. times do we like mm -hmm. commit sins? And God still chooses yeah. us to be a part of his family. Absolutely. It's like, I'm with you, Sarah. Like, it's I get ridiculous. it. 
Yeah, yeah. completely. Really nice. You look Amazing. like you've been trying to say something oh, for a while. Sorry. We're all like <laughs> flailing and like taking. <laughs> and beside all this, you know, uh, logical reasoning, uh -huh. we also have, you know, <laughs> <Isn't that laughs> <nice>? <laughs> logical reasoning. <laughs> logical. No, I mean, beside all of that, we can, you know, and uh, so we have also, you know, biblical foundation. And like, yeah. for example, uh, First Timothy two four mm -hmm. says that God wants all men to be saved, mm. not just you know some men. Right. You know? mm. And all, all like the, a, another verse that I like is John, John. three sixteen. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And it says he wants to save who, whoever oh, believes, believes yeah. in him, mm -hmm. not whoever he chosen, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but whoever. It means right. that everybody. Right. Like everybody. Other, other way, it would be just a fake, you know, for us just to sit here. Yeah. Why would we talk and, you know, study Bible if God has not chosen us? Mm. Yeah. So then, you know, we would be just confused. Yeah. So that's why Bible helps us, you know. Mm -hmm. So and, uh, I thank God, you know, for His Word. Yes. Mm -hmm. That yes. we can, you know, root in His Word. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So. And it goes back to you talking about this as a compass. Okay, the yes, Bible as a yes, compass. Right. It's, yes. it's there Absolutely. and we can choose to follow the compass mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or we can choose to go our own route. And let me tell you, I've taken my own route with or without <laughs> compasses and with or without the Bible, right. you yes. know, and gone on my own detours. And though God somehow still works with me on those right, detours, right. it still could have been a little quicker and mm -hmm. easier the other way. So I think that's a really great example. Yeah. Um, how does one know that the Holy Spirit is present and real in one's life and in the local church? Because I know sometimes we distance ourselves and we say this all happened back in the day, but how do we know this is happening in our own lives and in the church? Anybody? Yeah, the Holy Spirit is, uh, is God, right? And mm -hmm. we know that He gives us great power. Mm -hmm. And I believe that the way we live, you know, the thing that we listen to God, we keep the commandments, you know, and the gifts that mm -hmm. He gives us, is all is all indicating that God is with us mm. and he and he gives us the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. but beside that I also uh, read some notes here and it says when Holy Spirit is a living presence mm -hmm. things that are not natural to sinful human mm. beings start to become natural mm -hmm. so the things that I didn't before I didn't do before right when I accepted Christ and He gave me the Holy Spirit, I, I began to do, mm -hmm. you know. Or Christians mm -hmm. find themselves doing acts of grace and kindness that would not have occurred to them before. Mm. So that's why Paul saw plenty of evidence that the lives of the Thessalonians had been right. changed by, by supernatural power, you know, mm -hmm. working of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Really cool. So, and we see uh, they results, the fruits of the Thessalonians as a mighty power of mm -hmm. Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. That's why he praises them. Mm -hmm. And he said, well done, good job, mm -hmm. you know, faithful servant, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you have been, you have been good. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's, that's all was the, you know, power and work of Holy Spirit. Right. Yeah. I think it kind of goes back to the work of faith. Mm -hmm. You know, it's still the gifts of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. that you receive. Yes, it's a gift. Yeah. That, that's yeah. correct. Mm -hmm. And the gifts that you receive from the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. uh, because they come from faith and be because they come from this connection you have with Christ, mm -hmm. then whatever comes out is being led by Christ, is being directed by Christ. So the fruits you see 
are the fruits of the Spirit. Mm. Nothing that's so amazing. So I, in our personal lives, that's what happens when we have this experience with Christ, when mm -hmm. we are ambassadors mm -hmm. for Christ. Mm -hmm. And then because we are the body of Christ mm -hmm. and right. we all make up right. you know, the, the church, we are members of the church, then if each person is being filled with Christ, then the church will see the spiritual gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so that's how we move forward as God's hands and, and God's feet and God's heart to the people who need to know about God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very mm -hmm. cool. So what does Paul say, like he says we turn from idols as part of our mm -hmm. conversion experience, mm -hmm. but what does this mean in our everyday terms, like nowadays, at this moment? Mm -hmm. Being more practical here. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's a, it's a making choice. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. every day I get up, I have to make a choice. Mm -hmm. Who do I belong to? Mm -hmm. right. You know, and uh, I recall here a story how the hunters, you know, uh, were trying to catch a, a monkeys, mm -hmm. you know, a, mm -hmm. a monkey. So they would make a box, you know, mm -hmm. with an opening on the top, mm -hmm. and the hole would be enough just, you know, to slide in the hand of the monkey. Mm -hmm. So when the monkey would slide in the hand, mm -hmm. it would grab the banana, mm -hmm. you know, but then it cannot take it out. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, it has like a choice, you know, grab the monkey, I mean, grab the banana mm -hmm. and just leave it there, or leave the banana, you know, and mm -hmm. take your hand out and mm -hmm. be saved. Mm -hmm. But monkey never would do that, you know. Mm -hmm. They would they never leave, the, leave banana, the banana, and they would also, you know, mm. uh, cut. So they would just catch so, these monkeys. Uh, yeah, yeah so the choice. So who do we choose to serve to? Mm -hmm. And I remember Joshua would ask people of Israel in Joshua mm -hmm. twenty four fifteen, mm -hmm. choose today who do you want to to, to serve to? Mm -hmm. And then he says, I choose serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's a choice. Every day we are doing that. We are making that choice. I'm, I get up this morning, you know, and I choose who they want to serve to. Right. I cannot serve the God and Mamona, as uh, Jesus was telling in his mm -hmm. uh, Sermon on the Mount. So it's a choice. It's a turning from one side to another side. Hmm. From the, our idols, you know, whatever it is, music, you know, mm -hmm. internet, computers, games. Mm -hmm. I turned and I go a different direction. I yeah. go and I serve Jesus. Mm -hmm. I spend most of my time you know, with Jesus, thinking, you know, and uh, just talking to Jesus. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. for me, it's a choice. Mm -hmm. So That's I see cool. it, you know, like a practical way Absolutely. the choice. So what about you guys? What do you think? <laughs> what about you? <laughs> and it's, it's so, no, I just wanted to add on a little bit to that. It just, it's so interesting because have you guys seen that movie? I think it's called like 28 hours or 29 hours or something like that, where the guy cuts up his arm. What? Well, there's oh, okay. Yes, there's yes. a guy. He's, <laughs> he's caught between like this rock and this hard place, yeah, right? Oh, I do know. What you're he has about. to like, you know, cut off his arm and how it just the yeah. monkey story reminded me of that and how he had to sever mm. his arm to kind of mm -hmm. get out and mm -hmm. you know letting go mm -hmm. of the idols so you know you can yes, set yourself yes, free. Yes. But what, what what's so interesting about That's what the Bible you, says, you know, just cut it. <laughs> just cut it off, right? Just sin, let it go. But what's so interesting about what you said is that you know God doesn't ask us necessarily to to do anything. He asks, He calls us to turn, and so it's interesting he doesn't tell us to like turn away well he tells us to turn away from our idols but not to something new he tells us to turn back to him mm -hmm. right. you know so that if we fix our eyes on Christ that mm -hmm. our our attention is taken away from that thing that we so focus on mm -hmm. and if we look to him he shows us the way out absolutely and we have to wrap up but I think that you guys have brought up some amazing points because it is a very practical thing sometimes we think of idols only as these golden calves and these these epic mm -hmm. images right we don't have <laughs> well, unfortunately golden, golden. we don't have gold 
old. Um, but you know, it could be anything. Like you said, computers or movies or sleep, mm -hmm. sleep or whatever, whatever it may it be. Is, you know, yeah. you're putting things in front of God, and I think that's the thing that we need to remove. Mm -hmm. You know, and like you said, turn back to God. And mm -hmm. so, you guys have been an awesome panel, and I'm so glad you were here. <laughs> Great. And we have to, to wrap here. things up. So. If you would like to contact us, please visit our website at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's www.sabbathschool.org. And remember, the goal of Bible study is information and transformation. Amen. It's for the head and for the heart. Amen. For Sabbath School U, I'm Sarah Mae Clone. We'll see you next week.